Welcome to From the Back Tees, a podcast where we tee it up from the back every week. Welcome to the From the Back Tees podcast. Today's Tuesday, February 2nd. We're going to start releasing this pod, though, every single Tuesday now. But this podcast brought to you by Sticks Golf. Sorry, Zach. I, I can't focus when you say Tuesday. <laughs> it's a Canadian thing, I bet. But... How do you guys say it? Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. That's wrong. (laughs) You guys also say pasta. Oh, gosh. No, let's not get into that. Don't tell me you say pasta. It is pasta. Did you not tell me you say pasta? Oh, The Italians say pasta. It's pasta. (laughs) Wow, Zach, you are are no longer allowed in North America. It's pasta. I'm so sorry to derail us um in minute one here but as zach was saying sticks golf a great partner of ours um they make really awesome clubs guys really modern look a nice matte black finish everything is black on them they look really sick in the bag um they're really quality too i did a review on them and i i couldn't believe how well they performed uh next to my tailor-made set so Go check them out, sticks.golf, um, at Sticks Golf Gear on social media. And go ahead and use our promo code STADIUM99 if you want a, a nice discount, too. Yeah, and, I mean, this week, big week happened, all the Patrick Reed stuff. But we do have some more important news. Our main guy, Reed, you got some breaking news for the fans. Yeah, yeah. Um... If some of you may notice or seen, Mark and I are no longer together. That happened middle of December, so uh, sounded like it was just time for a change. Needed needed some fresh blood, and uh, you know, sometimes changing it up will, uh, you know, maybe maybe spark the flames a little bit. Uh, but I have now taken a partnership and a caddy job, and I will be working for Ryan O'Toole on the LPGA. I think a girl that has a lot of uh, a lot of potential uh, hits the ball. Very, very good, very hard worker. And I, after speaking with her, I think it was a no-brainer. And uh, I'm excited for the opportunity. We start up here in a couple weeks. And I don't even know. We don't know. I sort of saved it for the podcast, make it more interesting. How did you and Ryan get hooked up? You know, I, um, when Mark and I had ended, I had put out some feelers to uh, some people I knew around the area. Um, or Sorry, I should say around the country. Um, that kind of had some connections to professional golf life and – you know, some other caddies and some other players and whatnot. And uh, I got a text, um, you know, uh, mid last week, I believe it was, and it just kind of came to fruition. Uh, we came and we talked and had a nice long phone conversation, kind of put our thoughts out there. And, uh, you know, after that, it was, it was uh, pretty much a done deal. And we've, you know, Kevin, you know, keeping in touch ever since and getting to know each other. I'm going to actually head out to uh, Phoenix the week before the first event to uh, play some golf with her caddy some rounds for you know kind of get a feel for a game why not yeah how different do you think it is caddying on the lpga compared to the pga just in like dealing with the players um you know i've caddied one lpga event and um it's just it's not that it's different as far like like the 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 level of talent is the same like these girls are so good it's just the courses are a little different you know the game's a little different but Dude, I'll tell you what, like, they're, they can score the golf ball, and it's fun to watch. I mean, their their precision is so good, and their touch around the green is so good. 
Um, but you know, it'll be different for sure. And, and, you know, that'll be, that's some, some things that Ryan already talked about. Uh, but you know, I'm looking forward to, uh, seeing what it brings and kind of venturing off into another, another journey, if you will. That's awesome. And before we move on, I guess, uh, we think we'll hopefully have Ryan on soon to discuss it, you know, shoot the shit a little. But going into this week, it was a crazy week of golf. The farmer's insurance, I think the man that nobody wanted to see win, came out on top, Patrick Reed. But I, it's as entertaining as it gets for golf fans. So entertaining. I mean, I mean, golf needed a villain. And Patrick Reed stepped up to the plate. And he steps up to the plate time after time. Um, whether you hate him or you love him, the dude is really good at golf. And um, we're going to get into a little bit more about um, his alleged little stroke of cheating that may or may not have happened. But let's be honest, I don't think it affected the outcome of the tournament. I think he still would have won. He, had, he ended up winning by four shots, I believe. Um, so he's got – I mean, he's – Definitely got one of the best short games in the world. Um, I don't think he hit, like, an outrageous amount of greens this week. He's a great putter. Um, he's a consistent driver of the golf ball. So, he's nice to see on the on those USA teams because he usually brings it. I know last Ryder Cup he kind of fell on his face, and I don't think he was dealing with the, the adversity very well um, because I was coming right off of the uh, the alleged – shoveling in the bunker so I think maybe now he's figured out how to how to handle those fans but yeah good for him another nice pocket of change there yeah Reed what did you think about the embedded ball did I did you see it what are your thoughts you know I saw a little I didn't see it live but I saw a little clip of it after um my thoughts on it you know I'm not one to discount someone so uh, I'm never going to say someone's wrong right off the bat until I have, like, given proof that someone's wrong. So I think we're playing the game of golf. It's all about integrity. Now, if he wanted to breach his integrity and he did something he should have, that's on him, and he'll have to live with it. Um, but in my view, I, I don't think you should ever touch a golf ball until the rules official is there, unless it's maybe something that's normal, like, cart path relief or, or, you know, taking line of sight on a, on a water hazard or whatever, like, but on, on the rules that, you know, need to be judged and whatnot, like, I think today's day and age, like you almost have to take the side of precaution. And I don't think he did there. And, and, you know, I think that's, if, if he takes the side of precaution, this, you know, this whole conversation has never spoken. So that, that exactly what you said is why, I'm starting – at first, it was like a bit of a joke. Like, oh, Patrick Reed's a cheater. But what you said, how he doesn't take precaution at all, I do think, like, he's got something up his sleeve here, maybe. Because he had such a bad reputation. In college, he had all that stuff going on. But people, like, would have forgiven him and been, like, and understood. Then he goes to the pros. He already has a couple cheating allegations against him. All he has to do is not cheat, and people will forget. If he didn't cheat for five more years, no one would think Patrick Reed's a cheater. Like, with the Matt Kuchar, him not tipping, no one think, cares about that anymore. Patrick Reed goes out, and it's time and time again he does it. And then he has his burner accounts that are, like, the all-time burner accounts. And I, don't, I don't know what the deal is with that, but, like, he's trying to be a villain, and I don't know. I don't trust the guy so much at the moment. But 
He also refused to talk to me at the farmer's, so I haven't like. <laughs> I mean, it, I can say this, and I'll say this with confidence: the guy has the world of talent. Whether he is as genuine on the golf course to the rules and to his fellow competitors, I don't know. Do we? Does anyone really know? But in the same respect, man, you can't deny his talent. You can't deny his his you know his drive for the game that makes him so good yeah why doesn't he just like not cheat though or not even like put himself in these situations boy the fact that he's in these situations makes me think he really is cheating and trying not to get caught rather than just being stupid and that's the question that kind of boggles my brain my brain too like why 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 is this needed yeah how stupid would he have to be to like think he can cheat and get away with it you know like, yeah. there's so many cameras. Everyone is already assuming he's he like a leading the tournament too. Like, oh, yeah. it wasn't like he was like two over. So like, I can't under I can't believe he's that dumb to where he would think he could get away with it. We're blocked <laughs> by him on Twitter, anyways. Reed, are you aware we're blocked by him? Oh, really? Been blocked for like a year. I wonder why. Yeah, they hate they hate speech. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone, yeah, <laughs> except for except for Barstool, probably. Yeah, I'm sure he loves them. But a couple other uh, guys who made a run: Tony Finau, another second place finish. I don't buy that he can't win. I don't know about you guys. I think it's more just a fluke. Like if he goes out and wins the next one, all of a sudden it's not so bad as percentages. I mean, let's. I mean, his last one he contended in, or Siwoo Kim shot like eight under on Sunday. Like, I'm sorry, like no. Good, good, good on you, Siwoo. But yeah, and then he's in the mix again, and he is going to. I don't, I don't know. He's probably going to make the most money for anyone with the least amount of wins. Kind of, kind of thing there. Um, yeah. I was looking at. He's like already, I think, top seventy-five or something in career earnings at like twenty-something million, and he's won once. <laughs> So, yeah. But it's really I mean, crazy. Oh, go on, Reed. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, you have to think he's going to win at some point. Like, I mean, you put yourself there that many times, like, you would think one time it would fall through. But, I mean, the portal is open. They'll always have that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can't yeah. deny. Sorry, I cut you off there. Yeah, I was going to say he jumped. All, he's a top 15 in the world now. I think his. The highest he's been ranked, um, so it's some. I mean, he's gonna win, <laughs> and if he doesn't, I don't think he cares that much. Maybe I mean, he did come out and say, "You," he's like reached the point to where it's like, "Yeah, all I'd, he's you know the same mentality as Brooks Kepka as Tiger Woods as you know a lot of these guys is play to win, um, and anything less than that is disappointing." Right. But, Five hundred thousand dollars isn't that disappointing. <laughs> well, who was it? Our guy Joel Damon, uh, Gino Finale. He was on the pod. He was talking about how he said he'll take the million dollars a year and the paychecks rather than winning for twenty more years. But it was really like an impressive leaderboard. I like when the leaderboards all the top guys of the top nine. We had Reed, Finau, Xander, Hovland, even Ryan Palmer has been great, and then Ram and Will Zalatoris also. Hopefully we'll have on soon, but really crazy. Did anyone surprise you there? 
Uh, I wouldn't say anyone surprised me, but Zala Torres continuing to play well. He's starting to really prove himself, man. I mean, as I've taken him in picks before for tournaments, uh, dude, this guy can play. Um, and I, you guys better watch out. He's going to win sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah, he's another one who's flying up the, the world golf rankings here. So, eventually, I think he'll – I don't think he has yet, but he'll crack into that top 50. We'll start seeing him in some world golf championships, and away we go on the Zalatoris yeah. ring. Zalatoris is he, – he hits the ball a long way, and he is, like, small. He's not very big. Like, that is a skinny man, if I've ever seen one. When he puts on weight, he's going to be mashing the ball. Oh, dude, you're telling me. If he, yeah, ever, if he ever if he ever, deshamboed it, man, he'd be fucking hitting it 400 in there. 480. <laughs> All the yards. I mean, before we get away from it too much, let's not forget that Rory had his own little um, similar situation that Reed had. And that's where a lot of people were, um, I guess, Reed – supporters maybe were being like why isn't Rory getting so much flack and it's like well because Rory is like the most honest and like I don't like noble guy out on the tour probably and it's all about reputation and, and Rory didn't go after Reed either when it happened no all right but yeah. Lanto Griffin he went after Patrick Reed do you see what he had to say no I didn't see it what did he have to say he said, it's sad, kind of pisses us off going after him. And Xander also had some stuff to say. Xander said something like, um, the PJ Tour's got to, like, look into this or, like, keep an eye on him or something. I can't remember what it was. but Yeah, I read it, but I can't remember the word verbatim. Oh, he said, yeah, uh, obviously the talk. Xander Shoffley, obviously the talk amongst the boys isn't great, I guess. But he's protected by the tour, and that's all that matters. I that's guess. what it was. Yeah, saying that the that's tour crazy. protects him. Yeah. So, Reed, you spent a lot of time around these guys. Do they not see each other like all the time? Is it not incredibly awkward now? Oh, dude, these guys see each other all the time. But thing is, is like if you fuck with your integrity of the game, man, you're out here playing a game that you love for a living. And if you fuck with the integrity of the game, people are gonna look at you sideways. And that's just the name of it. If you wanna, if you wanna mess with your own image, and go for it. But that's your own choice. Yeah, seems very awkward. So, yeah, yeah but, I, mean, I mean, it's not perceived well. That's for sure. You get that in all sports, though, right? I think it's, I think it's fine. I mean, there's plenty of guys in the NBA who hate each other. I'm sure there's plenty of guys in the NHL who hate each other. <laughs> but golfers right, right. each other so but, much more, and they like fight but, about it. You can't to my point, go. to my point, all I was trying to say was, if you're gonna do stuff like that, you gotta you gotta expect to be disliked. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's just that's what it is. Yeah, crazy. And then uh, obviously Xander, we just mentioned him. He finally figured out the, his home tournament. He had five straight missed cuts, but then uh, no fans, maybe much easier. But I'm sure we see a lot. Like Ryan Palmer at Colonial, he always struggles there. But these home course guys, maybe it's a bit tough with all the media. It very well could be. Yeah, I mean, it's always, uh, it's always different playing at home. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get to our segment, which we teased a little bit on Twitter, we're going to preview the waste management a little. We head back there. No fans, though, or 
maybe limited fans. There's going to be 8,000 fans a day opposed to the 200,000 plus. So very few fans. 16th hole isn't going to be the same. I wonder what tickets are selling for because that'll be pretty cool to be there with no fans. But uh, Nolan, what are your thoughts? Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, I love that we're finally getting some fans back. And um, I think it's probably smart to do it in small droves right now and kind of feel it out, see how that goes. Um, I'm curious as to do they have to pass the pass a COVID test um, to get in. I'm, I'm sure they probably do similar to if you want to yeah. go on a pl- plane nowadays. But, yeah, that's very interesting if uh, – ticket prices are expensive because of the low supply or, or what. Um, but waste management is always a really fun one. Um, not always been a, a fun one for Tiger. Uh, he usually doesn't even play it. Um, As a hole in one though. You're going to, you're going to give away my fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I mean, Sorry, I'm talking about Tiger now. I just can't be on this podcast and not talk about Tiger. But it was a bummer not seeing him at Torrey Pines for sure. Um, talk about courses that people love and perform well at. But, yeah, waste management is always fun. And I think um, I did a little reading up um, from our from our teammates here at from the stadium and a lot of guys who are um, – have – you know, good um, approach stats is what is what my intel is saying. Our guys who are going to do well at the Phoenix, uh, the waste management, and uh, so we'll see. I think there's a there's a good field. There's some guys over in the Saudi Arabia tournament too. Um, so maybe not the Morikawa still in like Saudi Arabia. Is it? I bet he. I, I think he is. I know Fina went over there. there. Okay. Maybe yeah, I was like, he'll cash in on all the money now just in case. Cause it is odd seeing like a young American just playing those events there now. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know they get, they get, uh, help to come over if you will. Yeah. yeah. They get a nice like sponsor, stipend oh, yeah. or whatever you call it. Last year, we're getting more than what the first place prize was. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Which, like, I remember last year, wasn't this a huge thing? Like, people going over there to play, and I just yeah. feel like it, it has not been talked about at all this year. Like, yeah, is, did they change sponsorships or something? Or no, people no. just forget. People just—they're like, yeah, talk about. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean. People, you know, time time just makes people forget about things, I guess. Yeah. Well, I love this event because I don't like the minus 20s, as you know. And this, this should have a winning score around in the teens. You know, you have a guy shoot four under every day. They got a good chance to win there. Reed, uh, what are your thoughts and who do you like this week? Uh, I like a guy that hits it fairly well, solid. You don't have to be super long at this course. It's not overly long. Um there are a couple longer approaches, but I mean, those are just, you know, there are a couple in the round. Uh, par fives are gettable. Um, you know, I like a guy uh, played well last week, finished tied for second last week, Henrik Norlander. I like that. I like that pick. That's a little different for sure, too. 
Norlander's been on the up and up. Uh, yeah. Nolan, what about you? Well, um, I like a guy who also did pretty well last week and um, haven't seen him win this year and trying to remember the last time he did win. But um, I think this is a guy who I think you can pick any week and he's got a really good chance at winning, and that's Xander Shoffley. Um, I think he's got a great game for uh, the TPC – what's this course? The uh, TPC Scottsdale. Scottsdale. Oh, I was going to say Phoenix again. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Xander, there's no flaws in that guy's game. So, that's kind of why I'm picking him this week. This is a fun course to play, too. I think a lot of people remember a lot of the, the holes out there and – I've played it a billion times on video games, so it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, for for me, I've waited all this time, haven't picked my guy. He hasn't had the best form, but if there's one event that <laughs> dominates, Hideki, this is it. <laughs> this is like prime course history. And I'm not really a course history guy, but Hideki dominates here. He hits it close. He actually putts well here, which is the most shocking thing. He has been over... He's been above average putting almost every single year here. Don't believe like, you. Shocking. <laughs> Interesting. Shocking. Well, listeners, uh, if you're placing a bet this week, that may be a good uh, – you might, you might get like 15 to 1. Uh, probably more than that. You probably get like 21 on a decky. Yeah. Yeah, maybe even more. I know he's going to be one of the highest owned plays on DraftKings because uh, people love that course history. So I, really? I don't think I can play DraftKings this week because I want to play him, but I also refuse to play – high-owned guys. But uh, any closing thoughts on the tournament before we head into our uh, famous draft? I'll be interested to see uh, to see how the um, atmosphere is coming down 16, 15, 16, 17, 18 compared to normal uh, at the waist. It'll be interesting to me to see, you know, how much kind of added noise there is and whatnot with, you know, being 8,000 fans. Is the presence going to be the same? Probably not. Will it be there? We'll see. I feel so, like you'll you'll hear on the telecast a lot more individual voices on that 16th hole. Probably you you'll probably right. be able to hear a full sentence from some of the. Well, that's, I bet you that's where like almost everyone will be. Yeah. What I'm so, excited to see as the big uh, analytics guy, I want to see the scoring average on the 16th this year compared to past years. If the nerves really get to the guys, that'll be interesting. Imagine it's just like a full shot easier and like everyone just right. dominates the hole. <laughs> no, no way. Birdie after birdie. <laughs> yeah. Ten, I'm, ten, ten hole ones. Some of the guys, I'm, you know, I'm interested to see how Brooks Kepka does after missing the cut last week. And um, I, I thought this was kind of going to be a little bit of a comeback year for him after, you know, doing so bad last year with, yeah, mixture of injuries and bad play, and um, he's trying to figure out his swing still. But um, I still think he's probably gonna come back strong here in the next couple weeks. So I'll be keeping my on eye on him. And then I also just really like Daniel Berger for some reason at this course. Um, so I, if I had, if you, you know, if one of you would have picked Xander, I probably would pick Berger. But we'll see. It's going to be fun. Yeah, always love Burger. Guy's just so consistent. Mm -hmm. 
he comes to play every week, and you never know when he's going to pop up and win. Yeah, well, this week we're, we're bringing this drafting trend. So for those just who did, weren't, didn't listen last week, we're going to draft three rounds of different golf things. Maybe we'll even get out of the golf world. But this week we're going to be drafting the best countries for golfers, basically. It doesn't most talented, most talented golfers. Yeah, and it could be a little unique. You know, my picks, they may not be the best country, but it'll be a little history lesson for you listening. And, and uh, what about – there's no Americans, remember that. Yes, no excluding, excluding the U.S. of A. Well, I go first because I was last last time. I remember. <laughs> so, here we go. I can't ruin – my people will kill me with the first pick. <laughs> we are going C-A-N-A-D-A. <laughs> oh, Canada, the best country. <laughs> we will surpass America in, like, 400 years at this point. <laughs> it might be a little longer than that. I mean, might well, we got some good years. golfers. It is crazy. Hey, we used to have yeah. like one or two guys every single week in an event. It's like 10 guys every week. We got Connors, Hadwin, Glidgick, Sloan, Taylor, like even Mike Hughes. Weir Hughes, yeah. Fully forgot about <laughs> Hughes. Then there's, there's always different guys in. And then Mike Weir's even playing events now well. Like he made right. the class. I think he made the cut of the Masters this year. He's doing good stuff on the Champions Tour, too. Yeah. Mike yeah, that's, that all, that all – Canada was on my list if if it got to there. So He was high on your – I hope it was high on your list. They were um, – I haven't put them in order or anything, but um, they were there. They were – I was expecting Canada to be set, especially we're going to give nine total countries, right? Yeah. Nine yeah. total, yeah. Canada is definitely going to be said. So yeah. crazy. I also completely didn't even name Corey Connors, but obviously he's there. I don't. Know, I think I just like assumed. You know, when you assume you say someone because he's like first. Yeah. Didn't even say Canada. It. I Canada has just as many players in the World Golf Rankings top 100 as another probably highly regarded country that we will say. Well, it's your pick. You could take it. I won't say it yet. Okay, I'll, I will go ahead and pick, though. Um, oh, not them, though. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Brits. Um, Brits. England. Um, got plenty of talent. Um, Tyrell Hatton is just coming on so strong. He was up to fifth in the world until, until last week. Um, he wears a hoodie. He wears a dang Never hoodie. Never forget that he wears a hoodie. And he drinks um, English breakfast tea Someone and London fogs. And <laughs> what? Someone else was wearing a hoodie this week, Nolan. Were you watching the coverage? I'm trying to remember who it was. I didn't watch much of it, so I wouldn't know. If anyone's listening, he was wearing a blue hoodie. I don't know why. He was near the top of the leaderboard, but I can't remember who it was. It was, yeah. it was amazing. The hoodies are there. Tyrell Hatton is – is he the first ever PGA Tour player to win with a hoodie on? I think, I think? so. I think he was. I mean, but it, it was in it was a European Tour event, though, wasn't it? Yeah. But anyway, he's a PJ Tour player. The guy can play. Obviously, Paul Casey just won again on the European Tour. That dude, that dude just keeps on winning. You got Tommy Fleetwood, Matthew Fitzpatrick, um, Lee Westwood, of course. Um, just a great. English golfer Justin Rose, I mean, has been world number one. 
they got they got depth through multiple decades. So uh, as much as it pains me being an American and uh, having our freedom from the British, <laughs> I'll pick them for my number one pick. It's pretty good. I had them at uh, my number one as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with the land from down under. Fuck. Australia. <laughs> I was so excited <laughs> to take them. Uh, Australia is... Think about it, man. I mean, Leishman. You got Adam Scott. Um, Jason Day. So many, Jason Day. There's just... There's a lot of good, big... Is, is Leishman, is he... Is he Australian or is he New Zealand? I think Australian. Let me make sure so we don't seem like idiots here. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he's he's Australian. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you start talking about you know names like that. That's pretty damn good, man. Cam Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I might match them up against any other country if you if you go on to go like a six for six match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a quality pick. Well, it's back to me. I'm not going to use my sleeper pick yet. I don't know where you guys have these guys. Maybe I'm picking them a little high, but they're the country that spells their names incredibly well. South Africa. I don't know if you guys had them high up, but I, I love the South Africans. Partially Did you say they love... spell their name very well? Yeah. What are you, but... Louis Oosthuizen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a point there, pal. Bezuidenhoit? What a name. Bezuidenheit. Yeah. I think it should be pronounced better than that, but Charles Schwartzel, Ernie Els, obviously Gary Player, but you got Brendan Grace now too, Fratelli, Eric Van Ruyen, apparently. Yeah. Eric Van Ruyen does not have a South African name. He has like an Irish name or something. Wait, he's South African? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Very convenient. Yeah, yeah he definitely is. <laughs> yeah. Justin Harding, also South African. Yeah, he was, uh, he was up there in uh, one of the um... – one of the uh, majors, was he not? Yeah. They have a ton of guys who like, do really well in the Euro Tour. Like Brandon Stone, South African. Uh, Sean Norris. Those guys like sort of dominate the Euro Tour. But, yeah, love the South Africans. And, boy, am I excited for my next pick. <laughs> well, I'm excited about my pick um, because I think it's ridiculous that we haven't talked about this country yet because they absolutely dominate the LPGA tour. We're talking about South yep. Korea. Yep. South Korea absolutely they should own the LPGA tour. They have great players on the PGA tour as well and Sung Jae Im um, but and Siwoo Si Kim just won um, obviously um, but I mean, let's look at the let's look at the women's rankings. The top three are all from South Korea. Is it Hyun um, Kim or something? Hyun Lee Kim. Jin Young Ko is number one. Se Young Kim is number two. Nb Park is number three. Then you jump down to number nine and Haiju Kim. Uh, Sung Hyun Park is number ten. Like they're they're just littered throughout the top women's world rankings and. I mean, I don't know why. I honestly don't know why. 
Um, they've got – how do they have so many amazing uh, women's golfers, but only a couple really um, great men's golfers? It's it's puzzling, but um, their swings are, like, all identical, I swear. They're just, like, flawless. <laughs> they're, they're all good. I mean, I, they, I think a lot of it is they put in the work too, you know. They're yeah. definitely dedicated to what they do. Do you remember yeah. when I, I wrote a nice article saying that it's funny that, like, when uh, – who was it who predicted that a South Korean uh, – yeah, would win, and he got, like, five, Hank Haney. Oh, yeah. In his defense, being like, it's funny, and someone from the LPGA called me to be, like, not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you. anyway. All right. Uh, my pick, isn't it? Yep. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Sweden. Okay. And people in the likes of Henrik Sensen, Alex Norin, David Lingmurth, um, kind of some guys that are good. Obviously, Stenson at one point in his career was one of the best in the world. Um, but there was another country that was kind of in there for the mix, and I'll uh, see if they're around for the next next go. Okay, I get my sleeper pick. I was a little worried. This one, I don't know if either of you two will know. This would be a good history lesson. Maybe one of you will. You're going to be like, they don't have any golfers on the PGA Tour right now. They have nine major wins and a population of 100,000 people. Do you know what country it is? Northern Ireland. No. Pretty good guess, Mm -hmm. though. I'll give you another hint. The two stars, my favorite golf movie, The Greatest Game Ever Played. Harry Varden and Ted Ray, both from this country. What is it like? Um, France. No, no, no. It's more than hundred thousand people. It's some small. <laughs> it's some small in the in the UK, right? It is the Balwick of Jersey. <laughs> I would what? never, never have Balwick gone of there. Jersey. They have a population of one hundred thousand and eighty people. They know that there's 80 people. They included the 80. That's an incredible thing. Imagine the U.S. was like that specific with the population. They've, <laughs> they have one major win per 10,000 people. And that's a pretty good ratio if you're asking me. I had no idea either until I happened to stumble upon that. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> so the Balwick of Jersey, the third round pick by yours truly. Love it. Love it. Well, I'll give you my third pick, and it's kind of funny that um, I get to say this because it was the one I was slightly teasing that has the same amount of top 100 golfers in the in the men's world rankings um, as Canada, and that's three. And that is my tease, Spain. Spain is going to be my pick. Um, they have a lot of history, but, of course, John Rahm and Sergio, and right now Rafa – um, Cabrera Bello is in the top hundred. Yeah, those those three are in the top one hundred. But I mean, obviously they had Seve Ballesteros, they had um, Miguel Angel Jimenez, and Jose you- Maria. I, I'm gonna botch so many Olafo? names. Olafabo, <laughs> yeah. Um, so a lot of great history in Spanish golf and. Um, one of the top golfers in the world right now, too. So, 
What happened think... to Cabrera Bayo? Uh, Boy, what he... do you mean? Like, wasn't he? He was doing so well for a long time. I feel like he sort of disappeared. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. He had it. Wasn't he's the one that his is his daughter had like cancer? No, or that's or... Camille Vegas. Oh, yeah. Jeez, you tried to pity me there. What a, <laughs> what a savage move, Nolan. Yeah, it's not really. I'd be like, wow, you didn't even think about that. <laughs> Try, trying to make the last pick. Here we go. My last pick. I, you know what? I brought him up. I got scared because I actually brought him up about four minutes ago. Northern Ireland can't help but take a country with Rory McIlroy at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who who else holds the torch out there besides Rory McIlroy though? Yeah. Okay, G Mac. Uh, Shane Lowry. Yeah. Right. Um, there's a couple of others, uh, but those I think those are the big three. Yeah. Uh, is there anyone else that you guys liked? Obviously, uh, there's a lot of countries that just have like one star player. Like, I'm gonna say, man, that's like as deep as I could go, right? <laughs> Like you got Norway with Hovland, Chile with Neiman, Japan. Yeah. What about Yama. what about uh, Darren Clark? Darren Clark was Northern Ireland. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's another yeah, I mean, good one. Right. Yeah, there's really like no countries that like Austria. Burned Wiesberger. He's 41st in the world. Who knew? I don't know what other country. Oh, Mexico has Mexico. Carlos Ortiz and answer. And answer. Yeah, that that was honestly that might have been my next one. I was like, I only got two guys who are pretty dang good. So you didn't want uh, Finland with Sammy Valamaki? Nope. <laughs> I'm just running through the list here. Belgium. What about uh, what about the Scottish? Who, who's who's in the Scottish? Uh, who do they have? They have someone good. Oh, oh Robert McIntyre. Yeah. Yep. He, like, refuses to play in the U.S. Just play one tournament. He, yeah, I think he's, he's like, a top-ranked golfer who, like, exclusively plays the Euro. Oh, Martin Laird is also Scottish. Yeah, good good point out there. Yeah. Recent, recent winner. Yeah. All right, well, before we end things off here, we got to get a little Tiger fun fact, and then I don't know if Reed's got some trivia prepared, but I think he does. Yeah, so I kind of teased it already, Zach, um, since we are at the Waste Management Phoenix Open in TBC Scottsdale. Um, Tiger Woods has a probably also one of the most like watched clips on YouTube in regards to golf was that amazing hole-in-one um, Tiger Woods made at the 16th. Um, Back in 1997, um, he was a, a wee lad, and uh, people just went crazy. They started throwing stuff on the course. It looked like just a bunch of trash flying at him. But um, the stat that relates to that is how many hole-in-ones does Tiger Woods have on the PGA Tour? You guys want to take a guess? Not many. Does he have, like, three or something? I'm going to say five. Because he didn't have for so long between the 16th and then recently. All right, Reed's saying five. Zach, are you saying three? Three. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Zach with three. three. 
three all time. Um, he said he has like 20 hole in ones in his career, but they all happened. I'd, I'd have to look it up. I think it was before like 2006 or something. Yeah, I heard him say that too. It was like the cockiest, not cocky thing ever. He's just yeah, he was, he was like. He's like, I've had a hole-in-one in like 15 years or something. But He's also probably 20. like, I don't want to waste it on tour. I'm already up by too much. May as well hit it with my buddies. All right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so 19 of his 20 hole-in-ones came before he turned 26 years old. Wow, so he had 19 hole-in-ones at 26 years old. That's impressive, man. Like I, I don't have one. I've I've flown them in the jar. They come out. I can't see one. It's get one to stay in the ground, man. Yeah, uh, actually, recently I went I went down and played Bandon and played the little par three course down there, the the preserve. Which oh my gosh, it's so fun. Like if you want to just spend like hours on a golf course, like I would loop that thing for like six hours and have the most fun ever. But just missed the hole in one. Um, can't remember what I think it was on the the twelfth out of the thirteen holes out there, um, but I've had a couple of close calls, but never never gone in. It's uh, hard, man. You're getting a little ball to go in a tiny little hole. I mean, let's be honest. It doesn't matter how how many golf shots you hit. It's hard every time. So, before I get to the uh, the trivia for the week, uh, I actually just got back to Columbus uh, a few days ago. I was uh, driving back from the, uh, from the airport, sorry. And I may have come across one of uh, the former cars on the road because I've seen pictures of them. And it was right up in the north part of town where Chris Relia is. Uh, so that being said, I want to give a shout out to Chris Relia and former cars uh, out in Columbus, Ohio. Um, looks like it was like a uh, mock uh, Cobra that was driving around. It was pretty cool. Those cars uh, are so sick because, like, no normal human being could afford a normal Cobra. Right, but they they do it like to like a customization to your needs almost too. It's pretty cool. That's like perfect. Yeah, uh, and then to the guys out in uh, California, uh, TD Design. He actually is uh, just put out a new line. Um, actually, wore his. Uh, I just got back from uh, Las Vegas. Wore his golf shirts out in Las Vegas. Uh, um, Pretty sweet. Uh, SurfTurfGolf.com. Uh, put something in a shopping cart. Find something you like. They do also they do custom gear. So if you need anything for a golf shop or anything for a team or a high school team or anything of that nature, uh, put something in your cart. Read Martin 15. will give you 15% off your next uh, next purchase. And last but not least, you guys, thank you so much for always being you guys. and love being with you. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, we got a little trivia here. Before we do trivia, too, because I know no one was actually just talking about the golf course you played. Reed, we didn't catch up on how Vegas was in the courses you played there. Oh, dude, Vegas was awesome. Uh, the first day, it actually snowed there. Um, so we, we kind of got snowed and rained out of golf, but the next two rounds of golf were pretty sweet. We played uh, a course called Bears Best, and a course called uh, Rio Seco. Um, the Bears' best is when you said that it's a combination of all of Jack Nicklaus's best holes, right? Right, right. Yep. And then the next one was uh, Rio Seco, which I think was the best one of the bunch. Mm. Pretty cool. Well, uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't play very, very well. 
uh, very his best, but uh, shot a little 69 at Rio Seco, so it was uh, nice. People so like people like you. Very nice. Sometimes <laughs> I just put a new I just put a new driver in the bag, and sometimes you get a new club. It's got a little more confidence per se. But uh, being that the the waste management is in Arizona this week, pulled out a little uh, Arizona trivia. And this one kind of uh, took me a second, but I kind of understood it, I guess. Here it is for you. The state of Arizona leads the nation in what? A, growing corn. C, baling hay. Or sorry, B, baling hay. C, copper production. Or D, making yarn. Not, it can't be the hay. Copper could production. Be. It could, it could be, be anything, hay. Zach. Zach, it could be anything. Let's it be could real. be the hay. I don't know why. I just I don't know why I was eliminated the hay. Like I know hay so well that it can't be an Arizona. There's no way. There's no <laughs> way. <laughs> it cannot be hay. There's a lot of copper. You're, going You're copper? saying copper? Yeah. Dang it! That's what I was gonna say. Well, oh. I'll be different. I'll say yarn. <laughs> Why not? Fuck, I feel like yarn's right. <laughs> well, no, yarn might have been the most piteous answer I've ever come up with in my life. So we won't. wasn't that one. <laughs> but yes, Zach, it was C. Arizona leads the nation in copper production. Oh, I'm incredible it. at this trivia. Kind of- I, we need to track this. I'm like getting everything right all nowadays. We used to be tracking it. Whatever happened to that? I don't 20 know. COVID happened. Yeah, COVID happened. COVID screwed everything up. Well, for those guys listening, hopefully we're going to have a couple interviews coming up. We wanted to uh, avoid interviews for a little bit after COVID. You know, we had a ton during that. We wanted to get back to the boys shooting the shit, talking golf. But I think we got a couple interviews coming, specifically one with a top Canadian golfer. Just a little tease there for when there's uh, an off week. But thank you guys for listening to the From the Back Tees podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.